Hello, this is Michael Zuber, and I wanted to thank you for choosing to spend a little time with One Rental at a Time. My life's mission is to help investors close 1 million rental properties. In order to tackle this crazy goal, I will need your help. If you like this episode or any of the content we produce, please share it on social media. If you get one of my books or perhaps one of our 500 cards, please take a selfie and tag One Rental at a Time. Now on with the show. One of the things I love to do on this channel is talk to the best of the best. And in my market of Fresno, California, there is no better investor than Jason Pritchard. And to get an hour of his time every other week is a true blessing because he is, uh, again, the best, but also a friend. Jason, how you doing, man? I am doing great. Zuber, it's good to have you back. Thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, yeah. Got to visit a part of the world that you and your wife, Jen, were at uh, last year or the year before. So Southeast Asia is a special place. It is. It was very cool. I'm excited to uh, to wrap with you some more about the trip once we get a chance to connect about it, man. It looked like it was fun. It was. It was awesome. Yeah. But uh, something I wanted I want to ask you is uh, about the real estate market. And yep. you know, you've been you've been heavy in the business eight years now, right? I saw yep. one of your posts. You've been doing it eight years. So I want to set this up, and then we're actually going to go look at the data, right? So something I have been talking about. I think you've seen this is. We are experiencing a housing crash. Transactions are down 40% nationally. Individual markets, you know, plus or minus that amount. But transactions are clearly down. Is that fair to say? Yeah, 100%. Right. So what people don't realize is sometimes history can give you color and context to questions. So one of the things I have been asking myself, and maybe you have too, because you're you're you you're part of um what what firm are you a part of now? I'm drawing a blank. Real brokerage. Real brokerage. Thank you. Real brokerage. Is you're probably having conversations about when when might we get back to last year or the year before's transaction total? Yeah. Right. So I went back and looked at 2021. We did roughly we meaning the country did roughly 6.8 million transactions. Okay. Last year we did 5.4. Again, this is existing plus new and. You know, this year we're going to do something in the fours. It's bad. Jeez. So one thing I'm thinking about is how long does it take to get back to, in this case, 6.8 from 2021? Okay. So when in doubt, I go back and look at something that I built years ago called the 50-year spreadsheet, which is 50 years was basically 1970 to 2020. Okay. I've had one of my followers since has been adding. So now we've added 21 and 22. So, so I, I'm going to bring up that spreadsheet. We're going to look at it together. But the question is, what happened last time the Fed got aggressive with rates? Okay. Right? So we're talking late 70s, early 80s, specifically 81 is when we got Volkert. But what happened, right? Because again, rates go up, transactions go down. That was my call. The spreadsheet led to my call. We were right. But now the question, the big money question is, how long does it take to recover? So we're going to look at this. So in this case, 1978 was the peak. We did 4.8 million transactions, 800 roughly, new 4 million existing. So Jason, just wild ass guess. How many years did it take for us to get back to a peak of 4.8 million? You have a guess? Five. Makes sense. All right, so I'm going to pull up the spreadsheet now. You haven't seen this before, so we'll go I've over it in detail. I've never seen it. This is my first time. Yeah, I'm actually very yeah. curious now. All right, so again, I'll just level set. So this is the spreadsheet. This is so valuable. I give it away for free. 
So again, I have economic metrics down the left-hand side, ownership, price, interest rate, affordability, income, S&P, blah, blah. So all this stuff is here every year. I take the time to cite my data sources so you don't argue with me. Here are all the data sources. If you don't like the Fed, St. Louis, you know, whatever. So the data sources are here. Um, you know, I have recessions highlighted. It's just, it's just a spreadsheet I use to answer questions, right? And yeah. then I have some graphs. But let's go back to the question at hand. So here's 1978. We did 4.8 million. Do you see that here in purple? Yep. You know what? Let's see if I can make this actually bigger. Okay. So you can see that, yeah? So that's the question at hand. And again, just so you know, interest rates in 1978 were 9%. This is what happens, right? The Fed gets aggressive and rates rise. Sound familiar? It does. What's happening Jeez. now, right? So, okay. So let's just walk this together. We're looking at total transactions. So we go from 4.8 in 1978 to 4.5 to 3.5 to 2.8 Jeez. to 2.4. Cut in half. So it takes us four years to find the bottom. Four years to find the bottom. Then we start to come out. Three, 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 five, three, nine, four, three, four, one, four, two, three, nine, three, seven. We start going backwards again. Three, six, four million, four, 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 five, four, five, four, nine. So it takes us until 1996. 15 to years. Break. Off, 18 yeah. years. Good Lord. Good 18 Lord. years. Gosh. So this was eye-opening to me because I did I honestly didn't think it would take 18 years. I didn't, I wouldn't have back. never have thought that either. Yeah. And I mean, I can see that the rates got back down to I didn't see what the rate was in 78 when we first started it. What was it then? Nine something. So we can go back. That's the beauty of this spreadsheet. We can just go right back. So it started at nine percent. So it so is it just a function of the rate in your opinion? So I see the rate was down to seven when it finally got back up to the same number of transactions. Is it's it affordability? That? Yeah. Look at the affordability. So I know you're hopefully seeing my so row thirteen. I can see it. Yep. Yeah. So again, the affordability. Look at this. Because the other crazy thing, dude, prices are going up, which we haven't even talked about yet. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. So prices start, affordability started to get better in 92, but it gets a lot better by 96. Is there uh, an inventory? Inventory, I don't think is on here. No. On here? No. No, I don't think. We've added I'd be curious so to know what the check. inventory is because I, I know that that's, a, at least in our market, something mm -hmm. that's still, I feel like for the properties that we are putting up, Right now, even with the rates jumping back up over the last two weeks, I mean, they're still selling. That's the key. You, yeah, you've right. just hit on it. It's not inventory total. It's inventory 75% of the median price, huh. thereabouts, yeah. right? First first time, first time home buyer. Like even when, dude, even when affordability got crazy low in 81, which I think is a record, we still did 2.8 million. People are still buying. Still buying, yeah. Right? And that's with interest rate. rates at 16%. sixteen. Jeez, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it, that's the record low for affordability was sixty in nineteen eighty one. People were still buying. We don't go to zero. It doesn't never goes to zero. So, yeah. The other crazy thing is to think about. Remember, people are talking about housing crash and prices. So let's go back to nineteen ninety six. And look at appreciation. So we'll we'll start in ninety five. So the cumulative appreciation. So we did have one down year in 91. 
Here we go. So back to, we'll just start in 77 or no, yeah. 79. So we had 90% appreci accumulated appreciation. We had an average appreciation of 5%. Wild to think about, right? Yeah, dude. Yeah, it's nuts, man. It, it's, it's very interesting to go back and look at these trends and just see. I would have never thought I would have taken whatever it was, 18 years. 18 to get back years. To yeah. Dude, so when how you much, I mean, it, can you Google, do, do me a favor. You have your phone, right? Yeah. Can you can you Google uh populate US population 1996 and I'll Google 1978. Yeah, hold on. Let's just do this real time. US population 1978. So in 1978 according to a quick Google search we had 222.6 million people. 218 million in 76. Oh, so we went down. Wow. I would not have guessed that. But okay. That's weird. So we went down four million people. Two one. What? What's your population in seventy eight? Two twenty two. I'm two eighteen in so seventy six. Okay. Oh, no. Nineteen ninety six. Okay. Yep. Hold on a second. See. Oh, okay, that makes more sense. You looked up seventy six. I yep. want ninety six. Ninety six is two hundred and sixty nine million. So we added forty seven million people to the U.S. population. Over 18 years. Yeah. And our transactions were basically flat. So this transaction crash that I called for, initially I thought the transaction crash four or five years will get back, but I'm here to tell you now it might be a decade. When you say it like that, I mean, I think some people are going to get scared. I think a lot of people are going to get scared just thinking about that. I hope so. I like buying. Yeah. Yeah, that's, right. <laughs> that's right. Well, well, that's, that's, that's why you got to have a buy box. Because when you think housing market and you think 2021, everything is selling. First time, move up, luxury, second home, Airbnb. You name it. Bananas. Yeah. yeah. For the next four years, Airbnb, not really. Second homes, not really. Luxury, dead in the water. Move up, not really. The only thing that's going to be moving, for the most part, first time entry level homes. Yeah. So guess where I'm going to focus all my flipping business if I do That's flips. Right. That's right. Yeah. So again, you, I mean, people that look at the market are missing the point. There is plenty of money to be made. And we're going to talk in video number two uh, about your business, a couple of L's you're taking, but then we'll talk about the collective for the month. But there's plenty of opportunity. People just need to orient to, you know, where the action is, right? Yeah, I think uh, the ability to adapt is something that's going to be key, especially right now. So I know we adapt and focus, before. I think. Yeah, I think you can you pivot and change because what was working before is not going to work right now. And so I think that's one of the things that I know we talk about a lot. I pride myself on. And so uh, a lot of the, of the people that I think are going to be successful are the ones that can understand that uh, things have changed and they got to change their business. And again, the, the whole idea is also, I think, and this is what you, again, why I call you the best of the best. You not only seek that moment of pivoting, you welcome it. Uh, you realize some of the deals you did will suffer because of it. Because again, you have a pipeline, right? Yeah. And you, you change in the middle of it. Um, but you're going harder, right? Once you kind of went narrower, Jason and his team are going harder. You're yeah. going to be bigger and better and stronger on the other side of this as other people wash out and, and, you know, sit on their hands, right? Fear is so easy. When you let that in your head, 
you you've lost and you're not even in the game anymore. Are you seeing that now? Yeah. And it's tough too. Cause, and I know we're going to talk about it, but when you're taking on two projects, I'm going to take around a $60,000 haircut. And so it's you, you, when you talk about fear and those things, those thoughts kind of creeping in, right? Like even for me with the track record that we have, you know, that's a tough pill to swallow. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so um, I think our saving grace is we've actually gotten busier over the last 90 days. I mean, we have on the buy and sell side, like 10 transactions closing this month. So it's going to be a net positive for us, man. So I'm actually really excited because now we're getting kind of these problematic properties off of our plate. We don't have to look at them every day on Monday. Yeah. When I have my meeting, I'm not talking about what's going on with one, two, three main street and how much longer are we going to be sitting on this thing? Yeah. So I, yeah, I, yeah. Nice. get that one off the board. Yes, please God. Yeah. So yeah, it's nice. I think it's uh it's addition by subtraction. I feel really good, man. And it's nice to, yeah. to, to, like to take that. care of it right now. Yeah. Yeah. So again, this, this, what this spreadsheet tells me is I think we're going to be in, um, I don't know what else to call it, but a, a crappy housing market for potentially a decade, certainly five years. Yeah. But for guys like you and I who actively seek opportunities, it's going to be amazing because again, there will be less competition. What, what have we been hoping for? We've been, at least I've been hoping for less competition. Um, we can let the strength of our balance sheet help us execute deals, yeah. our, our private money network, if we need it. And, um, there's still plenty of buyers. You just got to know who's buying. And that's the FHA first time home buyer. You, know, you got to sit for 90 days and let it season. And it's still a good time. If you're creating the product that the market wants, you're going to be rewarded. So do you think, let me ask you this about the, uh, the potential run that we have ahead of us now trying to get back to a point where we get to the amount of transactions that we had maybe a year or two ago. Mm -hmm. Is it just a function of the rate in your opinion? Or what's the other big domino that needs to fall? I know you said affordability too. So well, is it? It's the big thing, unfortunately, is time. Yeah. Right. So I talked to so many people on my channel because I called this housing crash early and was right. And they're telling me, dude, Michael, I, you know, I like one of the guys I talked to, Lance Lambert, he's an editor on Fortune magazine. Yeah. He's everything housing. He and I talked privately. He and his wife bought a brand new home in Tennessee, I believe it is. Three bedroom, two bath, all the bells and whistles, great stuff. But now his wife's pregnant with another child. Traditionally speaking, like 2021, they would have bought a new house because they yeah. need another bedroom. But he's like, Michael, I look for them, you know, another new house. It's a little bit more expensive, but the rates double. I can't afford the payment. We're just going to buy bunk beds. And I'm like, everybody's going to do that. Oh, by the way, yeah. I don't know if you've seen this yet in your market, but there are, are baby boomers who bought nice houses in Fresno, who want to downsize. Size, yeah, and they that can't. can't. Yeah, yeah. So the only answer is time. We need multiple life events. So for example, with Lance, the first kid is easy to double up. Yeah. But if they have another one Maybe or twins or yeah. something, yeah. then just life gets in the way and, and you, you have you're to. forced. Yeah. Yeah. But we're, we are basically in an environment where we need multiple life events. Yeah, that's crazy. Forces. Yeah. So the only answer is time. Yeah. Yeah, five years. I, we're going to be by at least five years. And again, I can't believe it. Dude, 1978, we had 48 million people to America, and we don't break that until 1996. That is wild to think about. I would have never thought it would have been that long. Yeah, it's nuts, man. So yeah, so, yeah transactions going to be down for a little while, it looks like. 
<laughs> but again, don't. I want people to realize you and I hear that and we think opportunity. Yeah. At least I do. Right. I want to play in that world where there's less competition. I want to play in that world where dumpy properties don't have 17 cash buyers lined up. That's I'm excited by what's coming because I know and, there will be less competition. And you, and you give me good perspective too, because sometimes I just get desensitized and I think that's the norm, right? Because even though it's been eight years for me in the business, right? Most of that time, it's been a hyper competitive market where you're constantly going after properties and you get multiple offers on everything. So it's going to be nice to be able to get into a space where a little you more know, time. Yeah. More relationship. Yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah. It's good. I'm excited too. Well, Jason, you do an amazing job and it's even gone next level. The month that I've been gone, I'm putting out content. Uh, where can people follow you? Uh, the best place to follow me guys is just on uh, social media, Instagram and Facebook are where I am most active. Um, I also have a website, jasonpritchard.com where I give away a lot of the free resources, things that my team and I are using in our day-to-day -day business. Um, so you're welcome to join us uh, on the site too. And feel yeah. free to reach out. I, I get a ton of people from your channel that reach out. I'm talking with a couple of them next week, just giving them awesome. some time. Yeah, dude. So yeah, I'm, I'm excited to help any way that I can. Yeah, folks, do me a favor. Uh, the millionaires that come on my channel each week do this for free. Just somebody's talking. Uh, follow Jason on Instagram and also check out his website, jasonpritchard.com. He does. He gives it all away for free. I can't believe it. Thanks, bud. Thanks.